Lots of stories to talk about tonight from the horror community to the MCU's multiverse and from the DCEU to Rocky. Grab you a cold drink, maybe pop some popcorn, get ready to hang with us because this is Let's Talk Movie News. How's everybody doing tonight? Hope y'all are well. It's been a few weeks since we had a movie news show. Um, but buddy, how are you doing? How am I doing? How are you doing? I'm doing. Oh, I mean the ghost me? behind you. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Did you He's get him tired. a beer? Get his ass a beer. I did not get him a beer. I'm a terrible house guest. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he, you know, <laughs> you know how Bernie Mac was? He was like, he's over seeing me. Fuck that ghost. Fuck that ghost. He don't need a beer. America. <laughs> America. America. <laughs> Dude, I used to love Bernie Mac, man. That was, I, I used to watch Bernie Mac show all the time. Yeah, RIP Bernie Mac, man. My fucking I don't know. He was great. Him. He was so great. Well, there was a. Sorry. Uh, yo, I got to say. Oh, it. you're good. You're good. Have you seen, have you seen like, his stand up? It's by far. Yeah. Himself. Oh, dude. He was I've hilarious. Seen one, it's a shame. I've seen one. Yeah. I remember uh, my boy, Krishan. Shout out Krishan, by the way. And, uh,. He showed me this clip. It was whenever he was like, he was taking care of his, I think it was his, uh, his sister's kids. And he was like, My I think the phrase kid. was, the phrase, the phrase he kept saying was like, want some milk and cookies. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that, that scene right there, the milk and cookie one. Guys, if you haven't seen that, check it out. Bernie Mac, fucking legend. Legend, but, man. He was a great. Yeah. Let's get well, on the movie news. Well, guys, we got a whole bunch to talk about tonight. Um, it, like I said, it's been a week. There's been a lot going on um, with the two of us, actually, personally, right now. We just we've been we've been busy. We didn't have a movie news show last week. Um, my wife actually just had surgery on Monday. Um, everything's all good. She uh, she had some issues with her foot, so they just did some surgery to fix that and um, prevent some future problems. So we uh, <laughs> no, they did they did we didn't amputate, but she's been uh, she's got a cast going up to her knee. So we've been busy with that. Miguel's been working, and it's just, it's been a busy time. We're busy men. We're busy men. Yeah, so we got to hop on here on. late at night and uh, and record, and this is when we have our dates, and we drink beer together over Zoom. Even, yeah, we're pretty much doing, like, a COVID date right now. We are. You know, I don't know if any of you guys ever had, like, a, what's it called, <clears throat> like, a COVID date where you're, like, Zooming each other or on each other? Yeah. yeah those, those, those used to be interesting. You got but, your glass of wine and your... Fucking uh, like lean cuisine dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, those are the best. Dates and job. Well, that dude, job interviews are staying that way now. Job interviews are just gonna be over Zoom now. Like that's really? like that's like the world we live in. I'm telling you. Well, that's good. They can't me. see the sweat. They can't see the sweat between my ears whenever yeah. I do an interview. It's crazy, man. COVID changed yeah. everything. Yeah, we'll be alright. We will be all right. Hopefully, we'll have some commentaries going pretty soon. That, I know that that's something I've we we did a few commentaries a few months ago, um, but that's something I want to hop back into. And yeah, uh, 
We'll, we'll get some movies. I, I actually just put a poll out on Twitter and on Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Twitter and Instagram, shameless plug, at We Talk The Movies, follow us, do that poll. I think the options I gave were commentaries for the Jurassic Park franchise, um, Friday the 13th, which we talked about a while ago, Halloween. Um, what was the what was the fourth one I put? Do you remember? Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Kong and King Kong 05 and Godzilla 98. So, which by the way, guys, those would be that would be fun. Big news for you guys for Godzilla fans because Godzilla versus Kong was it just is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Cue the celebration, but pop that champagne. Let me, yeah, pop that chain, hit somebody in the eyeball because trust me, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a Godzilla movie get certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I've even seen it, I've even seen it in like the 50s or the, or the 40s. You're telling me Godzilla 98 didn't get. <laughs> Boy, that was universally hated. <laughs> I know it was. I'm just, I'm but, kidding. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool that the fact that I see it, it's nice to see a Godzilla movie finally get recognized for, yeah. you know, what it is. I'm not saying it's like a fucking Critics' Choice Award, but for what it is, pretty yeah. solid movie. Would you say Godzilla 98 is the worst of the franchise? I know it was a reboot, so it's not directly tied in with like what came after or what came no. before or what came after, but. It's not the worst? No, Son of Godzilla sucked. To be fair, to be fair, Godzilla 1998 is a good movie. It's just not a good Godzilla Godzilla movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking Godzilla movies, it's not that great. But if you take it for what it is, I actually love the hell out of that movie. It's a good movie. I dig it. If they literally would have said anything other than just Godzilla, it would have been all right. Giant I'm lizard. I'm not gonna lie. Giant lizard. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, like that movie? What? Ape versus giant lizard. Ape versus monster. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's yeah. trash. That's well, B movie. Never seen. They probably a had a budget of like eight dollars. They use the same graphics we fucking use. Get the fuck out of here. But. So yeah. So hopefully we'll get into some commentaries pretty soon. Um. But let's talk some movie news. Couple of stories. We don't have a huge, huge show. Not a whole lot going on at the moment, um, but there are a few things that um, that are pretty sweet, and that uh, there's a lot of conversation and buzz surrounding. I think we're gonna save the Marvel news for last. Let's save Marvel for last, if that's cool with you. Um, where you want to head? Where you want to head? We got some Rocky news. We got some Warner Brothers slash DC news that kind of ties together a little bit. Um, and then there's a couple other things thrown in there too. Let's tie some things up. What? I said let's tie some things up. What was the one that you said that ties together? Oh, the the DC and Warner Brothers talking about that. Um, so there's just a few stories coming out of the DC universe to just to discuss tonight. Um, and, and the interesting thing is that, of course, surprise, surprise. They both question where the hell the DCEU is going and if Warner Brothers really knows what's best for the franchise, which we've talked about that ad nauseum. I mean, like, we've talked to that to death. Um, first of all, Zack Snyder revealed um, another big dispute between himself and Warner Brothers over the Snyder Cut. Uh, and it's, it's a, it, for me, I feel like it's revealing of how close Warner Brothers came to pulling the the plug on the Snyder Cut in general 
and their struggle for just like complete and absolute power when it comes to DC films. So originally, Zack Snyder wrote the cameo. If you think back to the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League, Bruce Wayne wakes up from his dream. Um, of course, we get like the awesome apocalypse sequence where Superman is the villain after Lois Lane dies. We had the awesome Joker cameo and all that shit. Um, and then, of course, when Bruce Wayne wakes up, Martian Manhunter is there and he, him and Bruce kind of have a conversation about the fight that's coming and the, the big war against Darkseid. Well, originally, Zack Snyder wrote that for Jon Stewart's Green Lantern. So it was not going to be Martian Man. Martian Manhunter had nothing to do with the movie at all. It was originally supposed to be Green Lantern that came and talked to Bruce. Warner Brothers said, uh, no, we're going to wait to introduce uh, Jon Stewart's Green Lantern for the Green Lantern Corps movie. I would have liked Jon Stewart. I know, me too. And he, here's the thing. Um, you know, Z Zack Snyder had this day. He said... When we had this fight, I was like, guys, I don't understand. We have this whole thing of the multiverse. You have this whole like universe. Who cares? I just think the right end of this movie is Jon Stewart. That's the correct ending to happen. By the way, I don't want to take anything away from Harry and away from Martian Manhunter, of course, talking about the guy who played him, because it's cool. Seeing him early and then seeing him at the end, it's cool. It's It kind of completes his story, but it was always my intent to have Jon Stewart meet Batman. Here's the thing. Why the hell did Warner Brothers even care what Zack did with the Snyder Cut? Because they've made it perfectly clear it's not like the Snyder Cut has anything to do with the DCEU moving forward. It's not like it, you know, it's not like it changes what they're going to do, adding him in. Just fucking let him do it. You're already reusing Wonder Woman. You're reusing Aquaman. You're reusing... Um, Batfleck in the Flash movie, like, what would be the problem with reusing Jon Stewart's Green Lantern, even if even if the Snyder Cut's not canon? Like, it, I, I don't know. It, it makes sense that Jon Stewart's Green Lantern would come down and talk to him because you got to think if there if he was going to set up this whole war with Darkseid, you would have you know the Justice League, the Atlanteans, the Amazonians, the Green Lantern Corps, like all of them would have to like join in to fight Darkseid. So mm. I don't really get why Warner Brothers even cared in the first place if he did that or not. Not gonna lie, that's such a power move for Warner Bros. But I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about Warner Bros. at nauseum right now. But yeah. uh, I was gonna say, like, if I if I had to, if I had to choose between Martian Manhunter and the Green Lantern or John Stewart's Green Lantern, I would have chose John Stewart's man because the Green Martian Manor would have been cool to introduce. Uh, say like another Justice League movie. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, when it the first time we saw Martian Manhunter, like towards the beginning of the film, I was like, "Who the hell is that?" This like, bitch. I didn't. This, I didn't... this bitch thought it was a scroll. <laughs> no, but I didn't know. <laughs> he thought it was a scroll. Disney's really here. going wild with this multiverse. No, but <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't even know who the hell it was. Uh, so I mean, it's well, cool, I, mean, I, I guess. Knew. But like, I, yeah, I got you. It's. I mean, yeah, it's cool. Look, seeing. Seeing Martian Manhunter live action in a Justice League movie was pretty dope. I'm right. not going to take away from that. But in regards to as a story as in general, I it mean, wasn't seeing Stewart, Green Lantern. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, okay. Let's let me be honest. Uh, I kind of put this in perspective. It would have been cool to see John Stewart's Green Lantern and then introduce the Lantern Corps. 
because uh, I think it would have been a good uh, way of introducing them because a lot of people would have want to know who he was, which would have been a good way to set up that movie. Martian Manhunter, he's the only one of his kind. You kind of can't yeah. pick a movie out of that. Right, Other right. than an origin story, which, I mean, I'm not going to lie, people really don't care. Yeah. But, uh, so, which, I mean, that's why I think Jon Stewart's uh, Green Lantern would have been dope. But that kind of confuses me because it's like, I don't know. I'd much rather see Hal Jordan's Green Lantern. I know. I, 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 I want to see. Uh, I agree. I want to see original Justice League. It would have been Hal Jordan. But yeah. I understand since considering, like, um, this Justice League is like, a little similar to the New 52, which you guys haven't seen the New 52 series of the Justice League. I mean, you're missing out. Those those are by far top tier DC stories right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Stewart's uh, 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 Green Lantern was in it. Also, Hal Jordan was too. Yes, and I think it was Justice League War. He was in it. And he yeah he was he was, yeah. he was a great comedian. Well, and you know, I I believe I remember reading a while back that. Zack Snyder originally thought about tying in Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern movie with uh, with the Snyder Cut, which his, I mean, like, I love, I adore Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, I have all respect for the people who made that movie. But the Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern movie was garbage. I mean, yes, like hot, steaming garbage. I, I didn't like it at all. Like there was nothing about that movie that I liked. It was fine. I mean, but, I'm not gonna say much. Um, it was good for what uh, Ryan Reynolds did at the time. Yeah, I mean, and, I agree with you. In if you're gonna have a Green Lantern in there, I would like for it to be Hal Jordan. But I get what he was trying to do with um, with the the John Stewart Green Lantern. Um, the thing that kind of gets me though is and. The, the thing that kind of ties into our next story here is, you know, Zach said to me, it wasn't worth doing it to Wayne, like blowing up the whole movie because it was that close over it. And then have everyone else be like, or have Wayne feel like, oh shit, I canceled the whole movie because Snyder wouldn't budge. And I just felt like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to let it go. And Wayne was great in the thing. Talking about Wayne who played Martian Manhunter. I get it. Like, I, but he, here's the thing is Warner Brothers was that close over such a small thing again why did that even matter what did it really matter if he would have replaced martian manhunter's character with green lantern like Mm. i just i don't think that that's a big enough deal for them to pull the plug for them to have almost pulled the plug on the snyder cut for like i just don't I, i don't get why I don't know. I just don't understand why that was a big deal in the first place and why they were like standing so firm in that. Um, and again, I feel like at this point we we're like broken records with the whole Warner brothers and DC DC thing. You mean like they don't, don't get me wrong. They have every right to do whatever the hell they want to do, but I just disagree with like so many of the creative choices that they've made um and it's not personal like and we've said that a million times on the show like it's not personal i don't uh, it's nothing against warner brothers we love a whole lot of what warner brothers does i just don't understand why it just feels like they're they're with dc especially they're just like throwing stuff at the wall like like sure why not you know what i mean like again it's like you get a winning lottery ticket and 
you throw it away for a scratch off. Like I'm gonna see if we can win big, win big, win big with this scratch off. And I'm like, the f- what? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Like why would you do that? That's just that's how I feel with uh with, with their creative decisions with the DCEU. So I don't know. It, it's weird to think that the Snyder Cut almost fell victim to a character Another that, one. that didn't even have a big role in the movie. <laughs> like I better say like. The Snyder Cut is getting close to being like falling victim to another one of uh, Warner Bros.'s little little antics of like controlling everything. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I mean, look, Martian Manhunter, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Only because I wasn't really concerned with uh, like the Easter eggs and like hidden stuff about the Snyder Cut because I knew it wasn't going to be canon. I knew that for a fact. It was just mainly, I knew the Snyder Cut was just going to be all fan service. And that's what it was. I mean, I'm yeah. cool. it, it, I thought yeah. it was great. Absolutely. But also, I knew nothing was going to come from it unless, you know, we end up pulling some sh- more shit out of our ass. Yeah. And then we get it. But right now, I don't think we are. So it makes sense. I don't know. But, you know, to snowball off of the Zack Snyder topic, um, you know, again, we've talked about Warner Media a lot. And this wasn't even really intentional. I feel like it's become like a staple in our shows. And again, that was never our intention, but there's just been a lot that's happened between the the DC universe, between their merger and all of the different deals they've made with AT&T and Discovery. I mean, it's just, there's been a lot happening with that studio right now and that company. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're in a crucial place right now. Have you followed any of the stuff like going on with them um, like recently? With Warner Bros? Yeah, and with Warner Media in general? No. So it's a lot. Um, you know, obviously we talked about this a few weeks ago. They made the deal to merge with Discovery. So Warner Media and Discovery are merging into a bigger company. Um, as of right now, nothing is changing. Everything on the Warner Media side of things is staying the same with HBO Max. Um, HBO Max is still gonna get its like cheaper version, like ad-based version. Um and then Discovery Plus, all of that stuff is still gonna stay the same. We have a whole video about that on our YouTube channel, by the way. It's like a 35-minute video. Um, Check us out. Yes, check that out. Uh, But apparently, that's going to take a year or two to complete. To actually, like, merge with Discovery, it's going to take a year or two. And what that is actually going to look like is still very much up in the air. Is HBO Max going to merge with Discovery Max? Or Discovery Max? Discovery Plus? Like, to make one big streaming service? Like, what's going to change? What's going to absorb what from each company who the hell knows um and then there's also rumors that jason killar who is the warner media ceo and ann sarnoff who is the ceo of warner media pictures uh there's rumors of them leaving um that jason killar has been a big one that there's a rumor that he is gonna like he is gonna finish this deal and he is out he's gone um, he got a lot of flack. I believe he is the guy that made the decision to release um, all of their films on HBO Max and theatrically, like simultaneously. And he got a lot of flack for that. Like studios did not like that. Um, talent directors and writers, and I, they did not like that at all. Um, and then Aaron Sarnoff kind of shocked me. And I mean, of course, they haven't officially said they're leaving, but there's a lot of speculation right now that. They're not going to stick around. You are scaring the fuck out of me right now with your eyes. Do you see <laughs> Do you see what's going on with your eyes? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Let's see. Look at that shit. I'm just saying, you look possessed. Like, I, I see, like, like, 
every once in a while I look at it and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's weird looking. Um, I caught on to it. Yeah, I didn't know you were doing it on purpose. I was doing um, wholeheartedly on purpose. Yeah, but yeah, with the whole um, Warner Media, is all those execs leaving? Golly, I at first I was whenever you said that, whenever I like heard about that, and uh, I was tr- like, I didn't keep up with it. I just thought it was good the whole Zack Snyder thing. I thought people were getting too much. No. Back. But if it was about this whole like uh, doing theatrical <clears throat> cuts and then uh, what's it called streaming like stream like releasing on streaming and then the actual cuts of it like I'm surprised by that because I thought you remember we talked about one of our episodes about like how we thought that was gonna be the norm but it doesn't sound like it does it well I I think I think you know you have you have two different sides you have writers and directors and studio well not even studios you have the talent themselves and they want theatrical releases because they're the artist like they want their art on the big screen in a movie theater because that's traditional that's that's what you do you have the studios and the studios and the 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 big corporations are saying how can we get the most money out of this so they're trying to pull hbo max people and theatrical people but I don't think it really worked. And of course, a lot of that has to do with COVID. Um, but, you know, Jason Kilar like fiercely defended his decision to do that simultaneous release. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it right now, it seems very uncertain. Like the, the future of Warner Media and the future of Warner Brothers seems really, really, really uncertain. Um, and again, like I said with DC Films, it feels like they're just throwing stuff to a wall and seeing what sticks. Um, and that right there is the thing that separates them from Disney. Say what you will about Walt Disney Pictures and the Walt Disney Company in general. They are 10 steps ahead of their next move. Always. Like Disney always has a plan. Like they mm-hmm. have a plan moving forward. And yep. I feel like especially with the DC universe, Warner Brothers does not have a plan moving forward. Like I feel like they're just doing it as they go. Um, and I just, I, I don't know, you know, I, I, I just don't, I, I, they're not committed. Okay. They're not committed at all because I swear full. Mm, okay. Look, they literally base it off every single movie that they film. If the movie does well, okay, cool. We'll move on with the thing. But if they, but if one of the movies fails, they're like, oh shit, we got to go back to the chalkboard. But are they doing that though? All. Is that it why they won't like release it. the Snyder cut numbers? Because the Snyder like cut made bank. And it kicked ass, but they're still head over heels, not going over for the Snyder Cut. Like, they are not that's, doing the Snyder Cut route. That's what it, I mean, that's what kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like they, like, base their plan off every other movie. And, like, that's the difference. Because, look, I mean, Marvel, they had some shit. They had some, like, pretty, like, you know, par-level movies, like Thor the Dark World. Thor the Dark World, that's what yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> but guess what? They didn't change their entire plan based on right. based off that movie. They just said, okay, yeah, I mean, I mean, the story didn't kick off all that well, but guess what? It, like, it connects. So Iron Man 3. Do it. Fuck off. Iron Man 3 was good, and you guys know Iron it. Man 3 was good. It was just, yeah. I don't know. The whole, uh, the whole Ten Rings and the thing with, uh, what's his name? Okay, yeah, that was... That was the fake-out thing with the Mandarin was like, but what? as you could see, they had a plan because you have uh, uh, I forgot the dude's name. I forgot the name of the movie. Lord help me right now. Shang Chung, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. 
Shang Chi. Shang Chi Maca. Shang Chi. I think it's. I don't yeah, know. I'm I saying. Always, I'm I always screw it up. I think it. Kevin Foggy said Shang Chi. I always Shang-Chi. screw it up. Shang Chi. Okay, I got you. I, I don't know why I screwed of, up, but I do. I keep thinking of Shang Tsung, which I mean, that's a Mortal Kombat reference. But yeah, see, you see how like that, like they. I know a lot of people are disappointed with that, but that's obviously because the the Mandalorian and the Ten Rings weren't going to show up till now. You know the Mandalorian. Like Did you just say the Mandalorian? I said the Mandalorian. Didn't I? Jesus Christ, what's in that thing? The Mandarin. <laughs> I was like, the Mandalorian showed up. What? No. Disney's really taking the multiverse to a new level, man. Like we're crossing like IPs and we're making it weird. Um, but you guys know what I mean. They had a plan. Yes, I, I do know what you mean. Um, but yeah, Dis- Disney always has a plan, man. Like they are always. Uh, just 10 steps ahead of their next move. So how does all of this play into the DCEU? Well, the Los Angeles Times, uh, they published a, a list of of titles that are going to be HBO Max exclusives. And Blue Beetle was on the list of HBO Max exclusives. Why? Like, I don't, why? You, that, again, let's look at this, like, let's look at this logically. The DC films release slate. You have Suicide Squad, which comes out in a couple of months. Black Adam, The Flash, and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom come out in 2022. You have Shazam! Fury of the Gods in 2023. And then let me, let me click on this real quick. Let me pull up uh, their, their release slate. I mean, you have... You have the Amazons, which is that even going to be a movie? It will be a it will be a film. Batgirl is going to be an HBO Max exclusive. You have Blue Beetle, which we now know is going to be an HBO Max exclusive. Um, they've announced a Deadshot movie, but they announced that in 2016. So I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. If Will Smith is going to is that really going to happen? They've they've said Green Lantern Corps is going to happen, but again, we haven't heard anything about it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they do have a couple of different projects announced, but again, like, is it anything really that special? Like, I'm sorry, but it's not Batman. It's not Superman. It's not. It, it's not like well, your I mean... big. It's not your big money stuff which is why well, I, mean, I just disney, don't understand disney did a, did a decent job with those tv shows yeah but like i'm not gonna lie when it when those line when those lineups came out i could give less of a fuck about wandavision about falcon and winter soldier or the loki show for that matter until you know the rest of the movies came out and i was like okay okay uh, yeah and but i think it's still different though because you got to think Marvel, Marvel had these characters established, like they had their universe established. They, there were, there weren't really, I mean, yes, you had Thor, the dark world, you had Iron Man three, you had a couple of movies that were like, eh, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. But overall, the, the, the universe that they were building and the world that they were building was like, it was off the charts. It was great. The DCEU is not anything like, crazy good the snyder cut was the best thing that they've ever done and they're not using it (laughs) so like i mean what if you know looking at that lineup blue beetle seems like it's going to be one of their bigger projects 
which is why why the hell would you put that on HBO Max and not throw that in a movie theater? And again, it's still early. I know it's not even really in development yet. So I guess that could change and they could give it another simultaneous HBO Max theatrical release. But why would you do that when you've received so much flack for that all of this year? Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you know, do you, does that make sense? Like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I just, again, it just seems like who who decided that? Like, who? I, I just don't understand. Again, Blue Beetle, like, I know Blue Beetle's not, I know nothing about the character. Like, I really don't. I just um, say if they if they if they're gonna do the Blue Beetle, I hope they like you know at least do uh, Jaime Jaime Reyes, who is the uh, I think the most recent uh, person to don the Blue Beetle mm. uh, storyline, and I liked his story overall. I mean, also like uh, in regards to like uh, Blue Beetles, I liked him in Injustice. The storyline for Injustice, which also some people disagree with me, I consider. I consider Injustice one of the top uh, DC storylines. Oh, it today. is. Yeah. Hands and, down. Uh, and uh, whenever uh, in, in the game, when uh, Blue Beetle Jaime was in there, I mean, I loved him in it. Also, he's in a, I think he's had a TV show too as well, a cartoon, if I'm not mistaken. And, mm. you know, I love, I love Blue Beetle. I think it's a cool character. And it, yeah, it could be, it could be one of their, one of their top, uh, or what's it called? One of their most, uh, perspective yeah. projects out there well sure. i know i know that there's a lot of people that were super stoked when they announced blue beetle and mm-hmm. i mean again for me i don't really know as much about the character itself so it, it doesn't hold the same like weight for me as it does others but i know that a lot of people are excited and i know that moving forward and the release slate that you have announced it sounds like it could be one of the bigger titles in your in your arsenal so why would you choose to have that on hbo max i just i don't get it i don't understand like unless they're really trying to keep pushing hbo max and get more subscribers but like i'm sorry but if if that's their strategy i think i don't know how, how do i even put it i think a lot of people subscribe to hbo max for the snyder cut i think that was successful enough that they got a lot of subscriptions you Mm. are not gonna have millions of people subscribing to hbo max just so that they can see blue beetle yep like you're not like i wouldn't do i mean i have hbo max but i wouldn't subscribe to it for blue beetle like that's not i don't know i I wouldn't um so i don't know i i just that's kind of the whole question of this segment here is you know i'm i'm beginning to question their strategy and uh and where warner brothers and warner media is moving forward especially with the dceu i'm hiccuping and i don't know why (laughs) sorry yeah but that's the big that's the big question yeah i i i agree it's it'll be definitely one thing that we're gonna be like catching up with more throughout the you know throughout this year it's going to be warner bros's uh goal or plan with their whole uh dc universe yeah and uh it'll definitely be something i'll have to keep track of because honestly i don't know what the fuck they're doing i just don't it's on, I, honestly like i see i see 
I've seen no like updates. I've seen no like legitimate uh, plans whatsoever. I just keep hearing people being upset with their decisions. Well, and I, you know that th- honestly, that's a really good way of putting it. You know, again, it's nothing personal against Warner Brothers at all, or against Warner Media, or against Ann Sarnoff, or against anybody. Like, it's not. I, I don't. It's not against them personally. I just don't, I I don't understand, you know, if if you are really trying to compete with Marvel, which you have to, you have to, I I get that. But if you're trying to compete with them, why would you keep making these like asinine decisions that just don't make any sense at all? Like, it just seems again, like they're just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. And it doesn't make any sense to me. So I agree. That's where we'll leave it. What do you guys think about the future of the DCEU? What do you think about the future of Warner Media? Where do you think this merger with Discovery should go? Um, just tell us what you think. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave us a comment and let us know. Because um, it's it, it's it's interesting, and there's a lot to talk about, and there's a lot to break down, and you know, it's gonna, this is going to be an ongoing thing for the next few years to see um, to see where exactly this is taken and what direction they choose to move in um, with their release slate, with their streaming services, with their projects, their theatrical projects. I mean, there's, there's a lot to this. There's a lot to break down. So um, let's move on here. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk Rocky if we can, because yeah. I'm i I'm pretty hyped for this man. Rocky has always been, a, uh, a a big franchise for me. I, my dad is a huge Rocky fan. Um, you know, I grew up watching the Rocky movies because, you know, my dad always had it on. He's got the T-shirt. Um, my brother has got the big. Uh, it's he's got a in his in his room. He's got a big mural of Rocky standing in Philly with his arm up, and he's got the whole. You know, it's not about how hard you can get hit. But, you know, whatever his whole speech is when he's talking to um, to his son and Rocky Balboa. Um, Rocky's been a, a huge part of my, you know, my movie life. And uh, a week ago, Sly teased the new cut of Rocky Four, which we were going to get. We've known we were going to get for a long time. But now the director's cut of Rocky Four has an official release date. It is dropping November 11th of this year in the movie theaters we will actually go get to see a Rocky movie in theaters. Oh, shit. That's and I'm hype about it. I wonder what the director's cut is going to look like. Well, from what I understand, I don't know how long it's going to be, but apparently there is a lot of new footage. Like, I don't know if it's Snyder cut long, but it's like, it's I, it's a lot from what I understand. It- See, here, here's, here's the difference with the Snyder cut and this this Rocky Balboa, this uh, Rocky Four cut. That movie is well aged. So, like any any uh film that's already been that's going to be added is going to be like pre recorded shit, and yeah, it's going to be weird to seeing how they're able to edit that as compared to like the Snyder cut because obviously he did reshoots, obviously he did some reshoots here and there, so any type of add-on to the movie could blend in but like i don't know it'd be interesting because ivan drago disagrees oh, <laughs> if he dies he dies thank god you said that i'm not gonna lie i totally forgot what rocky <laughs> four was about yeah that was drago man second. that's when apollo died 
yeah. that was the 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 robot when he bought Polly the robot. Oh yeah, that's how it got. Which it got apparently, real. so apparently in this movie they're taking out the robot thing. I oh guess my so, god, yeah. was that that probably wasn't that that was probably like something the the studio wanted to add, and Rocky was like, well. I remember Sly Sly said in an interview or something, he was like, I don't know why the fuck I ever threw in that robot. That was the dumbest idea I've ever had in my life. Like when he bought Polly the, the robot, whatever. So that's going to be taken yeah. out. Um, the other thing, which I think is kind of interesting, is apparently there is a longer, more drug out death scene for Apollo, which the fact that we have... <laughs> You mean to tell me I'm about to get like five more minutes of seeing Apollo of the... get his shit rocked? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, I don't know if I. I so I, I, I guess it'll that. be it'll be more of an extended, uh, sadder death scene for Apollo. What is Again, it going to be? If he is dies, it, it, it always freaked me like... out how he breathes because like. Uh, what's his name? God, what's his name? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren, like yeah. every time you see Dolph Lundgren, he's like. Honestly, man, I swear, if I'm gonna see like five more minutes of just Rocky like this, while seeing Apollo Creed and his shit rocked, I'm gonna be mad. It's gonna like zoom into his face of Rocky like this. Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Wait, he 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 might. Oh wait, no, he's not. No, he's not. Okay, now I swear, if I get like five more minutes of that, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Dude, I'm, it's gonna I'm be gonna like a full length really. fight. It's gonna be like watching a fight on ESPN. Like, it's gonna be a legit like watching a boxing match. Match. Um, it'll still it'll still be better than the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight. Fucking <laughs> burn. Um, but yeah, so I I'm hype about this. I I'm again, I've always been a big Rocky fan. I think this is gonna be really cool, and it's gonna be cool to go see a Rocky movie in theaters, even if I've seen it a million times already. Which I say you've seen it a million times already, but it's going to be a different experience because it's got never before seen footage in it. Um, so originally Sly wanted to release this last year for the 40, the 45th, the 35th anniversary of, um, of Rocky four. Mm-hmm. But of course COVID happened, which is like the theme of life. COVID happened. Um, yeah. And that didn't happen, but we are getting a release this year. It'll be, um widescreen theatrical size and the 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 cut of the movie is going to be longer it'll be in 4k which is going to be dope it's going to be like legit it's going to look phenomenal um i wanted to show you this let me uh let me pull up the poster here give me a second we're gonna see a poster let me Guys, we're gonna see a poster we're gonna see a poster look at that Look at it. Look at it. What? What are you laughing at? What the hell are you laughing at, Miguel? Why that picture? Why that picture? Why, why are you showing the picture of fucking Sly just looking he, like he's taking it? He does look he's like he's getting his shit taking. rocked right now. But it's a dope My poster, God. dude. That's a poster what? I would hang in the cave. Like, I'm telling you. He looks Rocky Balboa right there. Looks like the Texas Chainsaw Master guy running out of the house with the chainsaw. Bro, he he's even he's leaning on the side like oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's he's probably like, on the side. That's probably the punch that like literally like sat him in that shower crying his eyes out in Rocky Five. 
Right. Remember that? And Rocky because, like, Balboa, me, yeah. Yeah. No, it was Rocky Five, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah. Because there was obviously there was there was Rocky Five after Rocky Four. Whenever like he was training the kid. You remember that movie? What? Yeah, it was like it was Rocky Five. Whenever Rocky was uh training this uh new up and comer, and then he like <sighs> betrays him, and they have a street fight. Boy, you are Italian, and you don't know about this movie. I do. I just totally forgot. Yeah, don't worry. A lot of people did. Holy crap! I need. To, I guess I need to rewatch that. Yeah, I don't remember. Was... I don't remember five at all. Yeah, it was he. The guy. The guy that he was training the hell looks is like this? the guy that he was training. I forgot what his name was, but he looks like the fat kid from the Goonies. Yeah, Him? that dude. He yeah, he look he looks like the fat kid from the Goomies that uh literally glowed up. I need to rewatch Rocky Five then. I only remember like one through four and Rocky Balboa and the Creed series. Um, yeah, man. That's what that's what that's uh, what uh I don't know. Rocky Five was just so weird. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Rocky Five. I mean, I okay, know. I'm sure I'm sure someone's gonna mention it that like Rocky Five was like a most notable one. It showed truly like what boxing did to Rocky. But honestly, man, I could it could have been left out because I mean, where and like it because like with the uh, with Creed Creed one and two, where'd that kid go? Where did like what happened to him? What happened to that kid? Like, let's be honest. Because yeah. I heard nothing from that kid since uh, that street fight. <laughs> this is this is this is this is literally like I'm not gonna lie. I'll I'll say it. There is a scene where like uh, him and the kid were arguing. And like the the manager was like, I forgot what his name was. He's like, this kid doesn't fight in the bar. He fights in the ring. And then Rocky Balboa looks at him. He's like, my ring's outside. I was like, that's the most Rocky shit I ever heard in my fucking life. I was I like, need, dude, serious? I don't, I don't know why I don't remember Rocky Five as much. Yeah, I, man. I guess I need to read. I, I like, I could quote parts of like one through four, but I don't know why I don't remember five. I guess that's not one of the better ones. I don't know. It was the most tacky shit ever. Every single know. line. See, you, people hate on me, Rocky give Balboa. Me some hate. I don't care. Rocky Five was by far the most <laughs> tacky shit ever. People hate on Rocky Balboa. I dig the shit out of Rocky Balboa. I love I, that movie. I take Rocky Balboa over Rocky Five. And you know what's hilarious? That was that was Rocky Balboa. I'm like, it's absolute prime. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky Five was like whenever he was like peak, like physical traits and all that peak and rocky <laughs> peak he, it, was, he hit he peak was, italian in that moment like peak italian <laughs> stallion and uh i shit you not it was just the most tacky shit ever yeah. and so like so like so yeah that i'm not surprised that you didn't know about that movie or you forgot about well it. i don't know i just don't i don't remember like i i don't know i don't remember watching it like i don't remember like what happens as much as i remember the others so, well, I mean, and that move in like Rocky Five, they talked about like they they brought up like what uh uh Drago did to Rocky. Like it it really yeah. it said the doctor lady said, listen, if you take one more punch, you're gonna go brain shit. Your brain's gonna go to fucking the mush. Well, I mean, like so that's why he retired. Yeah, I mean, like I I don't know Rocky Four, dude. Rocky Four is great. Like 
I'm glad we're getting a it director's was... cut of that movie because like it may be my favorite one in the whole franchise. Like it's the most emotional. It's got the most like Drago's the best villain, even with Mr. T. Like, I don't was that was that two or three? That was three. Wow, man. I know, the, I know three? these movies more than you right now. How does that make you feel? How does it feel that I'm Italian Spanish that a Spanish know. person knows more about it than an Italian? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. uh Mr. T. I pity the fool. What you doing up there? Well, come down here, Rocky. Come down here. What you doing up there? What you doing up there? Come down that here. Was, Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. That was that was the <laughs> one. That was like Rocky Three was the one where like uh, Sylvester Stallone got like really what's it called? He got more. Uh, what's he got more attitude? He was like, "You ain't bad. You ain't bad. You ain't yeah. nothing." When on, dude, I love. You ain't bad. You ain't bad. I was like, "Good God, Rocky, calm down." When they're do when he's up there and they they unveil like the Rocky statue and whatever and shit in Philadelphia, and uh, Mr. T shows up and he looks at Adrian and he's like, "Hey, you fine? Why'd you come down here with me? Come home with me. I'll show you a real man." And Rocky's like, <laughs> "That whole scene," because Rocky's like. <sighs> you're talking to my wife, <laughs> to my and wife. him and Mister. I don't know. It's just funny. It was. It was by far the like Rocky. Rocky I'll show like, you a real man. Rocky Three was like it. It, it gave you some reality checks right there. Because <laughs> whenever when Mickey was when Mickey literally straight up told uh, Rocky, he was like, "It was all fixed," and Rocky was like, <gasps> "You mean you mean I'm not the shit?" I'm like <laughs> Mickey was like, "No, you ain't, man." You almost got your ass kicked by Apollo. So I always say I had to fix some some of the fights. I was like, yo, it's fucking awful. Dude, <laughs> so, I love Mick, man. Yeah, Dude, Mick, that, Mick, Mick that, is, that is easily one of the best franchises of all time. Like it it, it just it is. Um so I, I'm super hyped to get a to get a director's cut of this. We are definitely gonna have to take my dad to go see that. Because again, my dad is a huge Rocky fan, huge Sly fan. Um, and he'll be he'll be super down to go see that in the theater. So that's going to be a fun one. When's it so. come out? Does it come out in the summer? November eleventh. Uh, okay, so it's going to be cold. So your dad can't pull out the Rocky Balboa shorts. No, but he'll have his leather jacket on. Oh really? Yeah. You want to talk some Italian shit? My dad has a leather jacket. That's not Italian. That's everybody. Every anybody, everybody has a leather jacket. I've seen so many people. In college, they like in the fall. Leather jackets are like the thing in the fall. And you know what's fucking worse is that people that wear those leather jackets, it doesn't fit them. They're either really tight or they're just really baggy. So they literally look like a cardboard box walking around like this. I'm, <laughs> walking I'm not, around like this. Dude, it not. is the most. It is the most <laughs> pathetic shit I've seen in my life. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna wear, buy a jacket, buy a jacket that actually fits. Don't wear something bulky where like all I see is your stiff arms like this walking around. For God's sakes, leather jackets, they gotta fit you. I'm not gonna lie, it's though. too. I've worn his a few times. It's too big for me. Exactly. Like, it's too, which my it, you you guys never seen my yeah, dad, but my dad guys, is ripped. His, I mean, his like, dad is he is he's pretty. He's pretty like big. My dad's and, pretty uh, bulky, mm -hmm. and uh, he, I mean he's a bulky Italian guy, and um, yep. I mean that jacket it doesn't fit me the way it fits him but uh so yeah it's uh I don't know perks of being Italian I guess yeah exactly so, so I, I'm sure it'll be exciting for your dad to see that I'm sure it will like I, I definitely I definitely want to take him to go see that um let's talk some horror news before we get into our MCU talk of the night because uh okay. did you see a mouse what? you good what was ah! 
What was that? We're talking horror. And that's oh. why I decided to stream. All right. Let me get my well, horror face on. I'll tell you what. This first story is, ah, because if y'all haven't seen yet, <sighs> Rob Zombie is directing the reboot of The Monsters. The Monsters? Yeah. The Monsters. The fuck is The Monsters? I've never Are seen The Monsters. Are you kidding me? It's like the Adams family. It's the it's the old uh, it's an old TV show. Let's um. Let me what the hell? An American sitcom. Let me get out of this. Yeah, you look up the monsters. I'm about to pull up this article, right quick. Let me. Uh, is it got Frankenstein in there? Is this the one? So this is, is a, this the, the there. Fucking... They're the oh monsters. Oh my god! They're this... the monsters right there. They're is... that that's the original series. I think I see, I've seen a scene like you know on Instagram where it's like Frankenstein is like now remember Charlie, people like it's not what people think it's about how you feel. Is that is that what I'm thinking of? Yep, this is the monsters. Yo, this shit this shit looks kid as fuck. It looks well. It was it, it's a family it's a family friendly show. It it really is. And uh, Rob Zombie is. And the fact that Rob that. Zombie is directing it scares the holy shit out of me because. Um, again, officially confirmed by Rob Zombie himself, the next movie that'll be released with the directed by Rob Zombie tag is a brand new take on the classic sitcom The Monsters, which apparently Rob Zombie is a massive fan of. He has been all his life. Um, and he wrote on Instagram, he posted a picture of, uh, let me see if it's on here. There it is. He posted on his official Instagram, uh, Boils and ghouls, the rumors are true. My next film project will be the one I've been chasing for 20 years, The Monsters. Stay tuned for exciting details as things possess, or possess, progress. Um, And there's the the official Monsters logo. Uh, The thing he's been chasing for 20 years? Damn, I don't don't know. (sighs) Here's strike one. here's, Here's strike one. Strike one. Sherry Moon Zombie. She is playing Lily Monster. Now. Okay. Look, guys, uh, I'm only Jeff, basing Rob I Zombie think... off of, like, Rob Zombie H2 and or whatever the fuck Brad keeps calling it. And, yeah, seeing how those movies were. And also The Devil's Rejects, too. I don't know. His, his resume... Is very like uh, centered around like white trash kind of horror. So the fact that I'm gonna see a white trash Frankenstein actually makes me a little bit interested. Well, so uh, okay. If so I again, don't see Frankenstein wearing a white beater, lugging around on a couch <laughs> with a beard, I'm gonna be con- I'm gonna consider this movie a failure. Well, okay, so again, it, this bloody disgusting article talks about, you know, Rob Zombie's a huge Monsters fan, um, and, you know, the original series is on Peacock if you ever want to watch it. I, I looked it up on YouTube a little bit, too. There's a couple episodes on YouTube. Um, but Sherry Moon Zombie, because, of course, in every Rob Zombie movie, his wife has to be the star, uh, and Jeff Daniel Phillips, who I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Jeff Daniel Phillips played the guy that Michael smashes his face in and rocks his shit in H2 outside of the stripper of the strip club at the garbage can. I believe that's the same person. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. But um, 
again, I like cool. I'm not gonna count him out because I don't I don't hate Rob Zombie. Like I really don't. I, I just don't, don't understand. I just don't I just get know, why I just why know does, when and where you should stay in your lane. Why does every single movie he's in like bitch I'ma come over there and slide it in your mouth? Like I why? Like I why does every movie have to be like a white trash nasty, like make you feel like you need to go shower and then go sit in church with a stack of Bibles and some holy water for six hours? Like what is the monsters going to be like that? Like, are we going to like, it's like the Adams family. Like I think of the monsters and the Adams family in the same kind of space. Like, yeah, so. are, are, is, is, you know, are they going to be alcoholics? Are they going to beat each other? Are they going to be like, are in some weird cult? Like what, is he going to rob zombie it? Let me or say this right now. If be... I, if I had to choose, if I had to choose between the Adams family and uh versus uh, rob zombies the monsters i'm taking rob zombies the monsters wholeheartedly that white trash element is gonna smack <laughs> the adams family all across the fucking field i don't even know their names but count them i'm gonna be count straight up do you want to see this rob zombieified and like you know think 31 think house of a thousand corpses think rob zombies h2 do you want to see it become the 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 trailer park kind of thing, or do you want to see it like be? Do you want to see Rob Zombie step outside of his comfort zone and what he usually does? And do you want to see Rob Zombie do something like completely different? I just I don't know. <laughs> like like I'm kind of curious to see because like this is like I'm, a I'm family curious. friendly fr- friendly family friendly family friendly fun series. Like this is not. This is not a horror franchise. This is a, it's like the Adams Family. It was a sitcom. It was a fun, family-friendly show. So if you're going to take a fun, family-friendly show and turn, I mean, if you look at Rob Zombie's movies, like you said, if you look at his filmography, it's everything but family-friendly. Like, like if I, like little kids would be scarred after watching one of his movies. Like, which I shouldn't say that because I watched his Halloween films when I was, I saw both of them in the movie theater when I was in like middle school. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I just can't I don't wait know. to see, I just can't wait to see White Trash Frankenstein. That's all I I'm, say. I'm more intrigued than anything. Like, I'm not, I think he's a really good, like, I think Rob Zombie does what he does really, really well. And mm-hmm. we have multiple videos about this. We, we did an episode on Rob Zombie's Halloween films. We did commentaries for both of those films. We did a couple of different standalone videos talking about like how you could fix H2 and how you could do this. And how, I mean, just like we've talked about Rob Zombie quite a bit on the show. You might have to scroll back on our YouTube channel or on our Spotify a little bit, but it's there. Um, I just, I, I'm more intrigued than anything else because like, <laughs> It ain't gonna be like I don't know. I I, I feel like I could. This is gonna go one of two ways. Either it is gonna be the most Rob Zombie nasty, dirty, filthy movie ever made, or it is going to be completely opposite end of the spectrum, like family fun. He is gonna do something crazy. I feel like I don't know what studio owns the monsters. But I feel like for him, for them to have picked Rob Zombie to do this, 
I think they must what? It's gonna, it's gonna be a fucking brawl between the studio and Rob Zombie. Well, I feel like why? They, what do you mean? What do you mean I can't make him do this in the fucking movie? What do you mean I can't have Frankenstein spark Coke on the table? His daughter can't blow him on the couch. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus, he went far, but yeah, it's well, gonna be a it's gonna be a battle. Between I don't know. I, I I'm very intrigued. I, I want to know. I'm I speechless. Know. I know. I'm speechless. I just, That's all I can say. <laughs> I just want to know how it's going to be. I'm I'm very intrigued, and I uh, I'm excited. I I really do. I like Rob Zombie. I I mean, shit. I do too. I like him for what he I does have his best. Stuff like I am a Rob Zombie fan. Um, I like him for what he does best. That's he does he exactly his space and what he does with his movies. He does it really really well. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> When I saw that he was doing the monsters, I was like, "It's ambitious." Yes, 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 yes. It's very ambitious. ambitious. He he may have to step outside of his comfort zone a little bit. And you know what? Who knows? We we may be kind of cracking jokes and being whatever. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a great Halloween film. It could completely shock us and be like wow this is cool like he did a really good job with this like this is family fun like you could take your kids to see this and it'll be cool i just <laughs> looking at his other movies man like looking at um looking at the devil's rejects or looking at like house of a thousand corpses or 31 or especially halloween 2 because his halloween 2 remake is whoo i mean it's it's something like i just I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to look for reasons that this could be a good idea, but it's hard to find it. I don't know. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, very intrigued. So, That's what we can say it. I am extremely intrigued. Uh, but we also had a little bit more um, coming out of the horror community. So, Miguel, are you a fan of Elijah Wood? We're, we're doing a complete 360 here from talking about Rob Zombie. <laughs> are you a fan of Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood is the guy who uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he's the kid in Lord of the Rings. He's done. I mean, he's done quite a few things too. He hasn't just done Lord of the Rings. I know of him. I'm not saying yeah, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of him. I'm kind of the same way. I I know of him. I think he's he's good. I mean, I don't you know I I don't have any like to be completely honest. I don't really have a big opinion of him. Um, but I know that he's a big horror fan, and I know that a couple years ago, uh, he said he was really interested in doing a reboot of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and... Was he in Nightmare on Elm Street? What? Was he, was in, he, in, was it? he in it? No, he wasn't in it, but he's oh. a horror fan, and you know, I think he's kind of starting to step into a writer-director role a little bit more. And he said that that's a property that he is, you know, very interested in, uh, in possibly taking on if, if that was even possible. Um, you know, we know that the the rights for an, you know, there, there's a law. That's partially why Friday the 13th is, is caught up in court right now. That whole property and there, we haven't had a Jason movie in God knows how long. Well, since 2009 and who the hell knows when we're going to get one. Um, mm. There was a law when a lot of these 80s horror films came out that said after 30 years so you know obviously Wes Craven could have sold the rights to a Nightmare on Elm Street to who the hell ever and he did 
But after 30 years, the property reverts back to its previous owner. So Wes Craven could have sold the rights to X and X could have sold the rights to B and B could have sold the rights to Y. But after 30 years, it goes right back to Wes Craven. And of course, Wes Craven is gone, but the rights for A Nightmare on Elm Street have reverted back to his estate. Um, it was reported a while back that uh, pro- pre-COVID that they were looking for that Wes Craven's estate was, you know, they were looking for scripts. They were looking mm-hmm. for a way to reboot A Nightmare on Elm Street. And Elijah Wood was interested. Um, and I, I just kind of wanted to bring this up because it, it kind of begs the question of if they were going to do a reboot of A Nightmare on Elm Street, how would you want it done? And I kind of have my thoughts on that. Um, Elijah Would it Wood be said, anywhere near the most recent reboot that they did? The most recent reboot is... It's it's fine. That's about it. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Have you seen the reboot? The most recent I've, one? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Have you seen the original? Yes, but it's been yeah. really, really, yeah. really long time. Yeah, yeah, we gotta start doing commentaries because we gotta, we gotta get you uh, more engulfed in the, in the horror thing. I think that's one you would like because the Nightmare on Elm Street's fun, like it's funny, like yeah, like, you know, of of course it starts out really serious, but like, I don't know, man, Freddy becomes funny. Like you kind of root for Freddy. Yeah, you keep, you keep he, mentioning like uh, MTV, MTV Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. yeah. But he does like he's funny like once the rights reverted a couple times and they started like just having fun with it mm-hmm. he's funny like the shit he says is hilarious uh but elijah wood had this to say he said we personally have talked a lot internally elm street and how incredible it would be to play in that universe again and to see that universe to see freddy and how that concept could be explored again that's something that we're fascinated in obviously this is not a lesser known smaller thing that should be remade into a big one but another one that i feel is exciting i know that there's already a remake coming out but we would really still love children of the corn I feel like that would be an exciting thing to build from the ground up, taking it from the novel, not remaking the movie, but actually take the short story and flesh that out in an interesting way. So not only is he interested in doing an, an, a Nightmare on Elm Street remake, he's interested in doing a Children of the Corn remake. Um, I, I'm leery in saying that I would trust him with Children of the Corn more than a Nightmare on Elm Street. Because A Nightmare on Elm Street has a ton of potential still. I think, you know, as much as I love Halloween, I mean, hell, look behind me. Like, I have Michael Mass and shit all over my room. But, like, as much as I love Halloween, I think think once Halloween kills and Halloween ends come out, they need to let Halloween rest for a little bit. Like, I think you've Halloweened Halloween out. Um, Friday the 13th, you you could do something, but they got to get it out of court first. On Nightmare on Elm Street, there's a lot of different ways that they could go about this. You could reboot it. You could do another movie. But I don't know that I would like to see another movie. We're in this streaming war thing, like we just talked about with DC and with Warner Media. We're in this streaming war between Disney and Warner Media and all these different companies. I would almost like to see a Nightmare on Elm Street take the series route 
Mm. I mean, here, here, here's what I would like to, what I would like to see is, you know, I, the, the question here and the, the issue is what streaming service do you put it on? Cause you couldn't have it on cable. Like there's no way you could have that on cable to do it right. And to do it justice, cable couldn't happen. It would have to be on HBO Max, or it would have to be on Shutter, or whatever streaming service it would be on, or Amazon, Netflix, whatever. I would really like to see, you know, take one season, and season one is a prequel. Go through, you know, kids are disappearing, shit's going bad, and you have more of Freddy's not supernatural, like you can kind of have like more of a detective mystery type thing. Um, I mean, obviously the audience members, we know that it's Freddy, but he's not supernatural. He hasn't been burned. And then maybe at the end of season one, after the trial, after he's been released on the fluke or whatever it was, um, after that, maybe in the season finale of season one is when all the parents burn Freddy and they... They, you know, they send him up in flames and he becomes Supernatural Freddy. So, of course, at the end of season one, you reveal Supernatural Freddy who can appear in dreams and do all the crazy shit that Freddy can do. Take season two. Explore maybe the first movie that can be kind of your soft reboot um, and your reimagining of the first movie. And then take seasons three, four, five, whatever else. Um and do kind of a Freddy's Nightmares series, but on crack type deal. Um, because, you know, they had a Freddy series before. Miguel, I don't know if you know that or not. No. Yeah, there was a there was a, a TV series called Freddy's Nightmares. It didn't last very long, but it was, it was just like a fun, stupid series about Freddy being Freddy. Like every episode was like a new dream and a new like way of trying to get after another kid. Like it was just, it was just kind of like dumb. And you could do that with this series. Like, I would really like to see a series, a, a Nightmare on Elm Street series. And again, it doesn't have to be a 16-episode season. Just do, like, five or six episodes a season. And, like, again, first season is just, like, a mystery thriller type deal. You're trying to figure out what's going on. You know, parents are trying to put all the pieces together. The cops are trying to put all the pieces together. Maybe Freddy... Uh, they finally figure out it's him. And, again, the whole idea is that Freddy got released from court on some like weird fluke mis misinterpreted paperwork type thing and then the parents take the law into their own hands and burn him alive and then season two is when we start to get actual like supernatural dream invader freddy and we move on from there so that's what i would like to see with the nightmare on elm street um but as far as elijah wood i i can't I, yeah i mean for for me with elijah wood like i don't he doesn't have much um uh <clears throat> title or like names under his belt that would help me yeah help me dignify a, my own opinion on his ability to do a freddy krueger movie as a studio i feel like like as a studio exec if elijah came to me and was like you know hey i have this really dope idea i want you to listen to it like i really think this could be really cool I would, I'd be down for running with it. Like, I wouldn't count him out, but at the same time, I wouldn't be like, yes. Absolutely. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I think I that's a franchise that you don't want to screw up. You know what I yeah. mean? So, I mean, it's one of the big three. Like, you don't want to screw that up. No, not so. at all. And uh, 
Sorry, you told me to look up uh, Freddy's Nightmare. This shit looks whack. It was. It was wild. Like, it was completely crazy. Wacky, wacky, wacky crazy. Like, like I see one of him playing a guitar in the school. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's just. Freddy Krueger's. Freddy Krueger's uh, personality is like obnoxious and funny, but as a kid, that shit scared the hell out of me. Could it's like. Well, yeah. Could it's like. It's different. It's different if you have like a serial killer just coming after you, and it, as compared to Freddy, who is like, you know, he knows he's going to kill you, but he's having fun with it. That's like that's some that's some yeah. scary ass shit. Well, and he take like he takes his time. Like he doesn't he doesn't just like get it. Like like Michael Myers or Jason. Like mm-hmm. they don't like they don't fucking like they just want you gone. Like it's yeah, just, just like mindless. Freddy is like I'm gonna toy with you first. Like I'm gonna make you wish it was over. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, exactly. uh, so th- that, there's a lot of different directions that they could take uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, but. uh yeah i'm 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 open to elijah wood doing it i would just as an executive i would want to know what he wanted to do exactly i don't know if i want to see another reboot of just doing the same telling the same exact story that we told and there were things about the 2009 reboot i think it was 2009 that i actually really liked like the whole synapses thing where um you know like dreaming when you're awake and stuff like that like after you haven't slept for so long that was awesome like when they're when they're in the the the, the, the drug store and she's like dreaming while she's awake and the it's like she's cutting back and forth between her dream where freddie's scraping the glove on the the wall and like the pill bottles are falling off like there were a lot of really cool things about that i think the thing that bothered me most about the reboot was the way he looked because the guy playing him, I forget his name, did a really, really good job playing Freddy. But they tried to CGI the way Freddy looked, and he looked like a burnt squirrel. Like he looked terrible. Like it he just looked like a burnt he, squirrel. he looked awful, like for no reason. But um Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of different directions. I'm uh I I'd be down to see what Elijah wanted to do with it. Uh I just I think there's a you you know you you got to do right by that series like that that's that's big shoes to fill i mean if you're talking about i mean you're talking <laughs> like this guy look like arguably hell? west craven's biggest ip you know yeah so other than scream so the hell he looks like he looks like a he looks like a slice of pizza that just came out of the oven and you're like pulling it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you know how like when you get like a fresh pizza out of the oven and you're like trying to take the first bite and the cheese is just like, like yeah, yeah. He, he really doesn't look very good. But like the he lines in that movie are good. Like the I, I believe it's one of the first kills. Um when when they believe that the the one kid killed the his girlfriend or whatever and they have him in custody and he's he's fallen asleep and he you know he's walking through the boiler room in his dream and he says oh my god and he hears behind him and freddie's like no it's just me after he says oh my god like stuff like that is Mm -hmm. really good um i actually for me i actually liked the i'm your boyfriend 
now Nancy scene in the remake better than I liked it in the original. It was good. I will say this. The Freddy in Freddy in the remake had a little bit more of a pedophile vibe to him than Freddy in the original. I don't think the original the original film doesn't really paint him as a pedophile as much. I think that was kind of a touchy that was kind of a touchy thing. The remake kind of makes him like like in the remake, you know, he's on top of Nancy in bed and he's kind of like running up her skirt or whatever and that's when he says I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. Like he says that he says like you were always my favorite or whatever and then he says I'm your boyfriend now and he like kisses her cheek or whatever. Like they they really kind of laced the the creeper thing in the remake a little bit more than they did in the original um but it worked i mean it he it's it's scary you know uh, the the remake would have been a ton better if he would have looked different but i just i he didn't look good at all you, you can't know? get past the melted pizza you really can't you can't get past a pizza face like nasty looking villain so but that, that's all I had to say about a nightmare. Uh, I, I would I, I would be completely down to see it take the series route. Um, I don't know what streaming service is right for that. I really don't. Um, my gut says HBO Max. I I know everybody says Shudder, but I don't think Shudder is I don't think Shudder has the following to like, you know, to make the money back. I think HBO Max or Amazon or Netflix would probably be uh probably be the best perhaps i mean then again like i'm not really of a horror fan so i don't know much about shutter but shutter dude i i'm not gonna lie and you you all may disagree with me rest of the people in the horror community i downloaded shutter for a little bit and it is not all that like i just i like i, I canceled my subscription like, they, didn't, I just, they didn't have a good catalog is that what you're trying to say i just i i don't know like a lot of the stuff that was on there, I was like, it's sitting on my shelf. Like, it's right there. Like, why why do I want this? And even a lot of the series and stuff, like, I was clicking through. Nothing really, like, caught my eye. I was like, I'm going to get rid of this. I don't really, I don't want it. I don't have a need for it. Um, so, yeah. It's a real shame right there. I was actually, because, like, whenever I was thinking about Trying to catch up with some horror movies. I was thinking about downloading Shutter, seeing well, what I can find. Yeah, and I mean, I remember when it came out. I always wanted it. I was like, "Holy crap!" There's a whole streaming platform dedicated to horror. Like, sign me up. But mm-hmm. I, it, I, I wasn't very impressed. I, it was okay. It was Damn, okay. Sad that, day. That was, that was about it. Shutter, three out of five. Yeah. Like it's not great, but it's not like awful. I don't know. I just it was kind of lukewarm. I feel mm-hmm. like you could find a lot of the same shit on Amazon or Netflix or HBO or whatever. So maybe, but let's talk some Marvel news to Very round us Marvel. out. This is, this is arguably the biggest conversation of the night. Um, and I, let's see, how, how do we want to do this? Do you want to talk black Panther first or do you want to talk the multiverse first? Let's talk Black Panther and then we'll end with multiverse because I know it's going to be a top one. I agree. Let, let's talk Black Panther. So, as we know, um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is set to release on July 8th, 2022. Um, we talked a few weeks ago in our movie news show about Ryan Coogler's Klu- 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 discussion with Martin Freeman 
um, who plays Everett Ross about, you know, the sequel and kind of went through what he was thinking and kind of the, the whole script and the treatment for what they were wanting to do. And uh, Martin Freeman said it's very odd. He said Black Panther 2 is not your typical Marvel movie. It's going to be something kind of off and left field and weird. And now there is a new rumor circulating that Namor is going to play a huge role in this film and will pl be played by Tenok Huerta. I think I know you who you're say, talking about. I think how do you say? I think he's in. Uh, hold how do you on, say hold his on, name? Hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get you. I gotta get that pulled up. Let me see. It's Tenok Huerta. Okay. Tenok. Yeah, that's how you say his name. That's how I'm fucking saying it. Okay. I know. His, I know how to say his last name. I don't know. I apologize if I if I'm getting it wrong. Um, I I looked at his uh I, I'm not very familiar with the dude. I looked at his IMDb. I know he's in Narcos Mexico and a bunch of other Mexican films, but it's I mean I'm not gonna lie, it's nothing that I've ever seen or heard of. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm sure as far as his acting ability, I'm sure he's great. Um, I just I can't really attest to anything that he's done because I'm I'm very unfamiliar with him. But I saw this Yo. story. But like, okay, you, you, I'll I'll let you finish what you guys say because I got something to say about. Well, this go, actor. go ahead because we're we're gonna hop into this a little bit more. Well, I was just gonna say like, uh, as soon as as soon as it came out that uh, Huerta was gonna be like Namor, mm -hmm. yo, fucking like the internet jumped on him hard. They just like checked him, and they ended up finding like a shit ton of like uh, really like unflattering things you said on social media especially twitter like some things like you kind of can't uh forgive and i won't i want to if you guys are interested to see like what he said i didn't know go ahead that. look him up good luck for those of you that don't speak spanish because they're on spanish so but uh yeah he said some he said some really profound shit and uh mm. that just goes to show man check keep 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 an eye on what you say online because that's gonna come and bite your ass but it will be interesting to see uh, how he able to take movies. Because honestly, um, I am looking at his filmography. I haven't seen much. I don't know much of this. Like well, Days of Grace, Sinombre. Yeah. Um, most of these are just movies that I just never seen. Other than uh, Narcos Mexico, which I saw a couple episodes of Narcos Mexico, but I never saw him act. So I, I don't know. I, it's nothing that I was familiar with. Um, and you know, I first saw this on the Illuminati, which, if you're unfamiliar, it's an outlet. It's an outlet. You know, they frequently post like scoops and content. Um, very often MCU and DC related, but you know, anything pop culture related as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. Uh, apparently, Namor's appearance could come in the form of a conflict between Wakanda and between Atlantis, which. Um, it's kind of weird to me because I mean, look at like the location of the two of them. Like what would Wakanda and Atlantis have in common at all? Other than the fact that they're two like secret communities of people. Um, I don't know. Of course the, my mind, when I read the story initially went to Endgame when, you know, before they start going back in time and trying to change what Thanos did, um, you know, when Nat is talking to all of them via their own their own cool Zoom call, uh, cooler mm -hmm. Zoom than any of us have, uh, you know, Nat says, you know, to Okoye, have you checked out those tremors or whatever the earthquakes going on? And Okoye says, like, 
it's an earthquake under the ocean. Like that we handle it by not handling it or whatever she says. Could she have been covering something up? Could that, I mean, obviously the, the Russo brothers confirmed that that was a Namor reference, mm-hmm. whether they were trying to set something up or whether that was just kind of a cool little Easter egg. I don't know. Um, but I mean, to be completely honest, I don't really know all that much about Namor. He was never a character that I like dove into that much as a kid. So, I mean, I'm stoked to be able to explore Atlantis and to be ex- to explore the underwater MCU world. Um, I-, I do know he's kind of an anti-hero. Like, I don't think he's re- he's not he's not Iron Man. He's not Cap. Like, no, he's, he's so you know, he's he's pretty much like uh, he's the type of person like he's wanting to protect his own city because. As you know, uh, Wakanda was Wakanda was pretty uh, secluded from the world because they didn't want their uh, technology to be abused right. by outsiders. Well, for Atlantis, uh, they didn't want uh, surface dwellers to destroy their, you know, mythical city. Like I'm sure they, I'm sure they like destroyed their, they like did something. There, I'm sure right. there was a war before, and uh, Atlanta doesn't want people to know about atlantis and namor doesn't want people to know about atlantis but i think that with uh wakanda opening up their city to the world i think that's going to cause some conflict mm. and uh i think that's probably where it'll start because yeah. maybe they just want to be kept a secret and the fact that wakanda is being shown out to the public could be a hint could be like a a uh a, a, a hint of coming events where Atlantis will soon be one of the most, uh, no, will be the next hidden city that will be revealed, and they don't want that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I more, more interesting than the casting choice for me was the fact that Namor could be like the main villain technically mm-hmm. in in Black Panther Part Two. Uh, so I don't know. Is this the weird thing that um that Martin Freeman was talking about? I have no idea. Uh, but I think it's interesting that Namor could make his MCU, 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 his MCU debut in uh, in Black Panther Part Two. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, let's move on. Let so let let's talk the multiverse. Um, we have a couple of different stories coming out of the the Marvel world and the the Disney Sony world that are are kind of it's it's interesting and um you know this is going to be an ongoing question with loki and an ongoing discussion with loki because obviously we've seen the first episode of loki um shameless plug on monday our uh our 25th episode of let's talk movies miguel and i are talking nothing but loki we are talking the first episode of loki and there's a lot to break down there there's a lot to break down with this um we've got new reports that doctor strange and the multiverse of madness is going to be a darker film than we've seen in mcu's past now i say new reports is it really new no we've known that the multiverse of madness film is going to be darker than what we've had but this kind of opens up a broader question in general how dark is disney gonna go um we know that scott derrickson who directed the first Doctor Strange movie is not going to return because he could not come to agreement with Kevin Feige and Disney with the tone of the movie. Um, Scott Derrickson wanted to do more of a horror movie type deal, like a thriller. I, I mean, I don't know what that could have looked like, 
but Disney wanted to just go dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so C. Robert Cargill, who wrote the first Doctor Strange film, said it was creative differences. Scott Derrickson wanted to do one movie and Marvel wanted to do another movie. Obviously, Sam Raimi is a great choice if they're trying to stay PG-13 while still being dark. Um, I mean, you know, look at Sam, Ra- Sam Raimi's filmography. You have Drag Me to Hell. You have the Evil Dead series. I mean, uh, lots of horror-based films. But then you have the Spider-Man trilogy, too. Mm-hmm. I think Sam Raimi is a very universal and very um, multidimensional, no pun no intended. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he's got a, he's a very talented director. Um, but again, the question here is how dark is Disney really going to go? You know, they said Endgame was going to be dark, but was Endgame really dark or was it just dark because of the subject matter and people died and then Iron Man died? And I mean, I, just, I don't know. So, I mean, like Miguel, how, how do you, how dark do you think Disney is willing to go with this multiverse madness storyline? Because we know it, it's obvious now, like, I, like they can deny it all they want, but it is obvious that WandaVision, Loki, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness are all going to like play, like they're going to piece together like a puzzle. So how dark do you think Disney is willing to go? It's not going to go past PG-13, tell you that much. But no, it won't. it's definitely going to be some uh, uh, knee-jerkers in regards of like the tone of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's because the main villain is supposed to be Nightmare, if I'm not mistaken. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I don't know. There, there's some question with that, too. There's, there's been a few sources that have said Nightmare is not the, vain, the main villain. So I, I really don't know. Like, I'm, I, I'm kind of... I, I don't know what to think. Um, and that's why I say this is going to be like an ongoing discussion because I, I think the events of Loki and the events of Spider-Man No Way Home are, are really going to kind of attest to what the Multiverse of Madness film is going to be. Because from what I understand, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is kind of the culmination of this multiverse, excuse me, multiverse storyline. Um so I, I don't know. I mean, like, here's my take on it. Would I love to see a rated R Doctor Strange movie? Absolutely. Sure. But I know that's never going to happen. No. Disney is never going to let that happen. Um, and again, this has got to be the big finale in this like quadrilogy type deal. Um, so I, they, I, I think they have to do something darker than they've done. But I again, think a lot of, Disney. I think a lot of people are just going to die. <laughs> You I think? think? Just, I think just a lot of people are just gonna die. I mean, do you think the end of Spider-Man: No Way Home is gonna be dark, or do you think it's gonna resolve? Because I kind of, based on what we're seeing and the direction that I feel like we're going, I think the end of Spider-Man, Sp- Sp- Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man. I think the, the end, I think, <laughs> um, I think the end of Spider-Man: No Way Home may not resolve in the way that we might want it to. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I don't know. There's a big question there with what the Multiverse of Madness film is really going to look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's there's also a lot of question as to how this Spider-Man universe is going to change because, um, you know, there's some interesting news that broke a few weeks ago. 
Um, and the pe you know, people have speculated on this, God, for years now, um, since 2018 when Venom came out, because apparently per a Sony exec, there is a plan to link Sony's Spider-Man universe with Disney's Spider-Man universe once and for all. Hmm. This was on uh, Variety. So this is like, this is legit. This is going to happen per a Sony exec. Um, you know, obviously Sony's tried to build somewhat of a Spider-Man universe themselves. Like they've got Venom. They've got Let There Be Carnage coming out this year. Morbius is coming out. And of course, like Aaron Taylor Johnson just got cast as Craven in his own film, which I still am not completely sold on. Um, but not only does Sony have their own Spider-Man universe plans, Disney does too. You know, we, we talked about this in episode two, the rumored high school trilogy, the college trilogy, the adult trilogy, um, and what's going to happen with that. We've heard that the college trilogy is going to be a lot darker because they're supposedly going to introduce the Punisher and Kingpin and Venom and a whole bunch of darker villains into the Tom Holland Spider-Man universe. So obviously to us as fans, this is it's unclear how this is going to tie together, but there may be a light at the end of the tunnel. No, there's no light. It's going to get dark as fuck. <laughs> um, as the years go by, it's going to get dark. No, I don't think it's going to get that dark. But I no. think that the tone of the of the movies are going to start becoming more um, heavy, if that makes sense. Like, there's more uh, more at stake, if that makes sense. Yes, I mean, yes, yes. I would, I would completely like, agree. Like, the stakes are higher, and the decisions they make are going to, like, um, translate for years to come. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, so Sanford Pantic, who is the Sony Pictures president, said this. He said, we don't really think of our 900 characters as the Spideyverse. We have a Marvel Universe. The volume of characters we have, you know, wait until you see the next Venom film. You don't miss Spider-Man. It'll be exciting. But, well, let me let me back up. He said, you know, you don't miss Spider-Man in the next, in Venom Let There Be Carnage. Like, there's enough characters. We have enough going on that Spider-Man won't be missed. But he chased that sentence. He did his shot of whiskey, but he's chasing that. He said it would be exciting if they do meet, though, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's so going to happen, hinting. but like, it's going to happen. So it's yeah, like, what like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Um, obviously, it's like the most recent of the hints that we're looking at something a little bit bigger than Sony's universe and Disney's universe. They're going to come together at some point. Um, you know, this article from variety, from variety mentioned like the, the cameo from Michael Keaton in the Morbius trailer. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, like it was the same haircut, same everything. Like it's, it's vulture. I mean, it, it is um, from the Tom Holland universe. And of course, you also saw also in the Morbius trailer, the the mural of Spider-Man on the wall, which to me, I've gone back and watched it. It looks like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Like it, it does. It, it, it looks like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man on the wall. Like yeah, the spider it's, it's is the same as his. pose too. Yeah, like it looks like his. Um, so that's hinting at a multiverse thing too. He also went on to say, and this is the big crucial part of this, there actually is a plan. I think now maybe it's getting a little more clear for people where we're headed. And I think when No Way Home comes out, 
even more will be revealed. Even more will be revealed. It's going to happen. Like, I, I, you and I have been strong believers in this whole, um, this Spider-Verse thing with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and all of these different characters, like, coming in together is going to be a thing. Um, you know, he, he even went on to say, like, he hinted at the Sinister Six, like, a multi-dimensional Sinister Six, you know, again, which people have speculated is going to be Alfred Molina's Doc Ock from the Raimi trilogy and Electro from the... Um, from the amazing Spider-Man trilogy, Michael Keaton's Vulture, just like a bunch. I, I think the multiverse is set. Like, you know, I think that Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be a massive, like one of the biggest MCU films we've gotten to date. Yeah, I really do. I mean, would you agree with that? Well, it's the fact that they're we're combining two studios together. It's going to be probably one of the biggest uh, crossovers that we have studio wise. Yeah, yeah, biggest yeah. studio crossover ever. I can see. Yeah, ever. Yeah, um, and you know, it, it seems to me like that the relationship between Disney and Sony really strengthened because you know they had their share of like of of swinging at each other for a little while over Spider Man. Like they they were pissed. Like they they were fighting over Spider Man and fighting over their you know, his villains and all the different characters and things like that. Um, but Pantic also said, the great thing is we have this very excellent relationship with Kevin, talking about Kevin Feige. Um, there's an incredible sandbox there to play with. We want those MCU movies to be absolutely huge, huge, because yes. that's great for us and our Marvel characters. And I think that the same thing on their side, but we have a great relationship. There's lots of opportunities. And I think that they're going to happen. Again, I've, uh, this is, we were talking about the, the Warner Brothers Snyder thing. This has become a staple on, the, on our show, too. I just, I think this multiverse thing is, it, I think it's legit. Like, I know there's been speculation. I know there's been rumors and Marvel has shot it down. Andrew Garfield shot it. Like, all the different people have shot it down. I think it's happening. Mm-hmm. like i, I think, think so too. and i think they're trying to hint at it now like i think we're getting to a point where we're gonna get a reveal i think sometime if not in june in early july we are gonna get a trailer for spider-man no way home and i think if they're gonna play their cards right they need to reveal the fact that this is a spider-verse movie and then they need to reveal toby and andrew they if even if they don't show a whole lot even if it's for two seconds at the end of the trailer, show the three of them together because that is going to hype people the hell up. I mean, just like a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll break the internet so, for like a solid week. Oh, yeah. Um, he, here's my theory. I think that for a long time, Sony wanted Spider-Man to themselves. Like they, they didn't want to play ball with Disney at all. Um, they want to do their own thing by telling their own stories and that was their way of competing with the mcu um Mm -hmm. which is a terrible idea like let's be real it really is you can't compete with the mcu with one character even if it is spider-man but of course disney being like the biggest player in the game that was never going to fly with them like it just it wasn't so i think I, i think kevin feige and the disney execs sat down with sony and were like hey this is what we want to do like yeah 
like this this like this multiverse story can work like you guys can still do your thing we can still do our thing and we can also have this middle ground where we share characters and they convince sony to play ball so this way again sony does whatever they want the disney does whatever they want but they share the rights and the storylines with the mcu and with each other it's a win-win situation everybody gets what they want they took the the war for the character and they made it into a win-win situation and it's a genius one. Like it, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a really good. I know. Thank God, because when they had said that Toby, um, Toby McGuire, when they had said that Andrew Garfield, not Andrew Garfield, I'm what the hell am I talking? Tom about? Holland. Tom Holland. When they said Tom Holland wasn't going to be in the MCU anymore, I was like, what? <laughs> like how do you yeah. how do you write how do you write that out? Like you had this whole story like, arc with Tony. How do you just write that out of existence? It was literally like it was like a month or two after uh far from home came out <laughs> remember yeah like, jesus yeah it was like as soon as that movie dropped sony was like he's ours yep. <laughs> like what so I, I that's what i think happened I, I i think disney came to them and they were like hey we can do this we can do like, this. we we can do this together and we can make this work and it can be baller and we can make that money 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 we can do this okay we can do each other we we are i know we are divorced we can do we can make this work we can take care of this child named spider-man together even though we're divorced so i don't know that's what i think guys comment down below let us know what do you think of this marvel multiverse thing going on where do you want to see this multiverse storyline go it's obvious that wandavision and loki and spider-man and multiverse of madness are going to tie in and that they are going to be the future of the mcu um we are talking loki on episode 25 let's talk movies this monday but that is going to do it for us this week for uh this week's episode of let's talk movie news Thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, Please, if you would, let us know what you thought of this week's movie news in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. And if you are listening on Spotify or Apple or Google or any of the other podcast platforms, tweet at us at WeTalkTheMovies. We're very excited about the next few weeks. Commentaries, extra videos, trailer reactions, news shows, the works. We're going to go on lots of dates late at night and drink beer together. So many. And have fun. So it's a very exciting time for us uh, movie fans. Um, So follow us on Twitter and Instagram, please, and uh, keep up with us. So we will talk to you guys soon. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you Monday. Peace. Peace.